All right, everyone. Uh, it's a beautiful day in Lagos. Uh, the sun is shining, and uh, I'm very excited to welcome you again to to Curious K Podcast. Uh, it's a show where we meet with amazing people, entrepreneurs, uh, people building amazing uh, businesses in Africa, and people working to make entrepreneurship thrive. Uh, today on this episode, we are having a very interesting conversation. Uh, and this happens to be the first lady on the show. Wow. We've been having a lot of conversation with, with guys. And, you know, there's such stuff like the, the tech ecosystem is male-dominated. But we're trying to change that on Curious K Podcast. Uh, so today we are having uh, a conversation with, with a very talented uh, young woman that is doing a lot of amazing work uh, when it comes to the uh to the healthcare industry uh, and i would like to introduce blessing como uh she actually started her first business in uh just after her 19th birthday uh she she launched uh, the robot therapeutic studio uh which offers a holistic approach to health healthcare and through this conversation we'll try to understand why, why she started the robotics uh experience building it uh her plans for the future and what she thinks can be done uh to improve the healthcare uh industry uh, not just in nigeria uh, but af- across africa so welcome to the show blessing Thank you, Mr. Kola. Thank you. I'm so excited. Uh, so I'm, I'm paving the way for ladies now. That's, yes. that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm very much good. I Anyway, I am taking this call from my place of work and I, I'm not going to take much of your time. Firstly, um, just like you said, I started my studio uh, in 2014 few months before my 19th birthday oh i see um actually uh, that my dad wanted me to um study mathematics in the university because i'm very good with numbers um but you know that say that you and i know they say well passion is energy mm. and um i always have this passion to save life um, to help people take an uh, active part in the, at least in the maintenance of their health. So that was what really um, led me into um, going into the healthcare. Interesting. Uh, th- 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 thanks for sharing that because I-, I wanted to start by trying to understand uh, why you started at a very young age. Uh, you you already a doctor, right? You already have your, you've already completed your MBBS, if I'm right, at nineteen. No, I was still in the medical school then. Okay. Yeah. So why why did you start? Why did you feel? I mean, you can't even wait to finish uh, the medical school. Why did you think? I mean, you just wanted to start a studio, and why did you call it a studio? I just want to understand the thinking around that time that led to the establishment of. Uh, the robotics okay because like i said i'm just i'm uniquely unique let me use that way that <laughs> word <laughs> and uh i am just a pure definition of um when you say a woman is versatile um mm. a pure definition of that statement 
actually when I started my, um, uh, before I started my studio, I, I thought, okay, this is, this has to do with, um, life. I needed a license. So I had to, um, go in for a course in fetal medicine, plant-based medicine. You said fetal I got, medicine, right? Yeah, some call it phytobedicine, some okay. call it phytobedicine, P-H-Y-T-O. All right. All yeah, right. so to get a certification to at least start. And that I is different, that's different from what you were learning in the medical school at that point, or you were learning stuff about plant-based medicine. No, it's different from, but because I know that, okay, to better understand my innovation, you will first of all appreciate that the body has imbued uh, safeguard and healing properties within it. Mm. And it has not really, this um, approach has not really been fully harnessed in the medical in, uh, industry. And the plant, the plant has a lot of phytonutrients to help us unlock the body potential. That was why I, a little, I, digressed um decided to digress a little bit from what i was taught in the medical school oh interesting uh so uh, at what point did you just know that uh you wanted have you even practiced uh after you finished medical school have you practiced or you've just been working on their robotics since um 2016 or the of 2015 or when exactly have you been you know doing this at the moment, I'm practicing now because I'm done with my uh, basic medical science. Currently, I'm doing a course in pharmaceutical and research medicine because I love to explore. Oh, I see. So, and this is my first practice. I'll be one year and one month in the practice. But before now, I've been doing my um, stuff at the Rehoboth since I was still in the medical school then. Amazing. Amazing. So, what, what, can you tell us about your impact? Because I know you, you, you've done stuff, or maybe done projects with the Chevron or Shell, and you, yeah. you, you go through, you go into rural communities, and you, if you can just tell about your impact so far since you've started running the robotics. Okay. Um. Um. Of a truth, our protocol is the future of healthcare. Um, where cells are strengthened without causing uh, unwanted side effects. And we've proven this protocol in a very uh, serious cases. Uh, uh, we are the mainstream. The mainstream uh, approach, I mean, is that that's the conventional medication you and I know has little or no result. We have our impact, uh, already have our impact in over several locations in Nigeria. We have our impact in three countries in Africa. Currently, we just started our studio here in Ireland. Amazing. Our first branch in Europe. And uh, over seven, um, 3,000 persons have benefited from our services. Here in Ireland, I was able to use our protocol to reverse a stage four lung cancer. Stage four, not. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, this is this is this is very powerful in terms of uh, what you're doing. So, so what product? Are all your do, do you do you manufacture product or how does it work? When when you talk about protocol, it'd be great to to just break that down a bit for us. Okay. Um, our protocol is um, like I said that 
if you remember what I said earlier, that to better understand our innovation, the body has potential to heal itself. So what we use, we have what we call the blood type coat. It's just like my niche. Like my spouse, we call it joker. It's my niche in the business. Like, for instance, it's two persons who have diabetes now, two diabetic patients comes to us. And they are of different blood type. We don't follow the same approach. Okay, let me use this word that our, app, our protocol is consumer-centric. Okay. So that's why you see that some persons, you put two people on the same um, protocol. One person is getting results. The other person is not getting results. Why? So oh. our approach is consumer-centric. And we use the blood type code. So it's something I wouldn't want to uh, disclose because it is my own niche. I wouldn't want to go into details. <laughs> because I still want to stay in business. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just very interesting to know that you have a niche in your approach to, you know, you know, in your approach to treating different ailments, you know, in the body. And um, so when you started, uh, was it like you had some personal savings? Or uh, was there like uh, a startup capital that you had to raise from someone? What was the process like in terms of funding or your startup capital, you know, initially when you started? Okay, when I started, because, you know, this passion, I, like I said earlier, I'm uniquely unique. I have this passion. I was like, when I started, I was giving it to people, test running it, I'll give my product to people, try it out, and I was getting results. So I decided to convert it into business. Okay. I'll give you this. I stopped giving it out free of charge. I'll give you this. It works for you. Then the next thing I started, um, and then I started making little product. I started giving it out to people, started um, sales before I opened my studio. All right. So what about, what about like the, is it the, the, the uh, licensing? I don't know if that's the word or yeah. the process for certifying that a drug or a prototype is, is fit for human consumption. How did you navigate that part in, you know, building confidence in the mind of, uh, of your patients? Okay, like we have over 20 products, NAVDAC certified. They're all NAVDAC certified. Amazing. So, uh, other than my license to practice, before you give out this, you have to get your NAVDAC certification. And uh, other than this person is certified, is skilled to um, um, handle this approach, the next thing people want to know, are, are these products certified by the um, right regulatory body? And in Nigeria, we know the right regulatory body for food and drugs is in NAVDAC. That's right. So in, in, in Ireland, you mentioned about the protocol you use. Does that mean you now have certifications uh, in, in Europe as well? Yeah, I have a certification here in Europe. And so I how, went... Sorry? So now how did that process happen? Uh, it would be great for us to share that with us. Okay, what happened is this, is that, okay, you tell them what you're into, you go for, you go for, already I have my, uh, I started this uh, business in Nigeria before migrating to Ireland. Um, so the board is, um, 
a Saturday, there's a there's a, um, an exam. It's called HACCP. Um, it's been certified by the Irish Health and Environmental Science. They okay. give you. Um, um, it depends that they might decide to give you like I got a five years license. Amazing. They give you the license based on their discretion. Okay. So mine is five years. I got the license last year. So after five years, I'm gonna renew it again. Okay. And with that license, you can you can you can uh if I can use your design or manufacture products and all these plant-based products. Yeah, they are all plant-based products. And you could also register with the Irish uh organic product uh, manufacturers. Okay. That is okay. only when before they incorporate you into the organization, it's only when they know you have this license to practice or you have the skill to carry out to make all this product available to the public. Amazing. Uh so at what point, what do you think is the scale of this? Because there is a lot of people, I mean, that, that I don't even understand the potential because we have a lot of herbs, right? I yeah, mean, people, people have malaria in in Africa and um some people treat this by using herbs. They just boil some leaves together and say, drink this. This works better than all these anti-malaria drugs and all that. So at what point do you think we're really going to catch up and explore the potential of herbs or plant-based medicine in Nigeria? What, what, what is your thought in, in that trajectory? Or what do you think that's going to look like? Because like, actually, I don't really... I'm not a fan of maybe going to get... Um, herbs and boil because you know this house when you take them over those you have the, it, it has the potential to damage most of your vital organs so they have dosage you could you can't just go to get uh, maybe you want to make a uh, like back home they call it abo just go to get a plant and one thing that you have in mind that these plants are they, they are living things like me that is a, a trained um when a trained person is trying to formulate a product, you have there's something you have in mind that this product are plant uh, are living things. You can't just go by the roadside and pick any plant. For instance, someone who has okay, you're trying to treat uh, diabetes with a, a plant-based a plant, and someone who has syphilis goes to uh, close to the plant and urinates. You see, because this um, this plant are living thing, they take in that and you're giving you 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 get it to formulate a product for someone who has diabetes you find out you're treating diabetes and the person is getting syphilis mm. so you don't just use um i think that's why my colleague in the mainstream um practice will tell you that i think if i if i may say i think that's one of the reasons why they kick against how indiscriminate uh, taking of herbs indiscriminately all right. I think that's 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 very insightful. I mean, the way you are able to to explain that part. Uh, I mean, it's it's really amazing because people don't even understand. I mean, the impact of all of these when when they just want to consume have. So, what do you think? How do you think people can actually understand? Uh, I mean, we have a lot of people still living in rural areas in Nigeria and other parts of Africa. And they all still practice this 
this process. It works, it doesn't work. And one key important thing you said is this didn't even, I mean, when you consume it uh, without uh, the right dosage, I mean, it, it, it's, it's prone to destroy some vitals in the body. How do you think we can educate people more about these dangers? And what is the organization doing, I mean, in that part? Okay, like even uh, we, there's what we call, there's a program we started prior to my leaving for Ireland. Um, we call it uh, a medical outreach where we go to rural communities to teach them on how to prepare this half. Like most of them, like a uh, um, lot of them in the rural area believe that um, some of them will tell you they got this concept from their grandfather. It was transferred. They, they didn't go a proper skill. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So what we do is that, okay, now we know you're, you, you're doing this because you, you claim you inherited it, which I'm not disputing. So what we try to tell them, okay, you have to, this is how to get the right half. This is um, how to prepare. This is how not to make it to get, to prevent it from getting contaminated. So we started this, um, uh, we call it the, um, the robot uh, medical outreach. So we're going to rural communities to educate them on how to use this house. Amazing. And, and how can you, uh, I mean, what's your plan to scale this? I don't know how many communities you've been to uh, doing this, uh, but what's your plan to scale this? Are you, are you looking for investment to, you know, to scale your impact across rural communities in Nigeria? I mean, it would be interesting to learn about what you're, what you're looking to achieve in, in, in the nearest future. So what we are trying to do is to see that if we could get, I would train these people, um, we train them and have a representative from amongst them. So that is just our next plan of action now. If, it will be like a spokesperson for us, but it has to be amongst these people. So where they come together, we'll have maybe a week or once one day in a week where they could come together and uh, um, educate them on our behalf. But it has to be um, somebody from that community. Representing right, like a community-based uh, uh, approach. Exactly. Yeah, the community, each community. Because that's, that way, it will, it will uh, reach our organizational goal. Be able to reach, because when we're looking at it, just like now, I, from, what, from our experience, we find that they will be more freer to relate with somebody from within them. One, because of language barrier. And um, this somebody, they... Like it's just like when you when when you are talking with someone you don't really know you might you will not you might not really be that free. But if it has to be somebody within your um, your clan, you'll be more freer. So that is the approach we. That is the reason why we are trying to use that approach. I think that's 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 a very interesting approach. I mean, people tend to listen to. To, to their own, especially when you speak the local language, uh, it, it connects. It connects. Also, be interesting to learn about um, 
So I mentioned something about funding. I really want you to talk about. You're doing a lot of amazing stuff, right? So funding is critical for stage. How are you approaching this? Are you growing organically or at the point uh, you want to raise or you're already having some conversation? It would be interesting to learn about that and to hear your, your, your thoughts on that. Uh, okay, currently we are because we, we have our own, because we started from a rented apartment before now, but we have our, um, our own structure. Um, our aim is to become an international cancer and uh, HIV treatment center. And uh, with a, a special focus on um, development of um, effective organic um, antiretroviral therapies. I said effective organic, you know, um, and our basic goal is to make the Rehobot therapeutic a one-stop shop for restorative and therapeutic uh, protocol. With, uh, we are looking at um, building a capacity to influence new and organic healthcare policies across Africa and the globe. That's that. I mean, that, that's really interesting. I mean, to, to hear about that. Uh, so as a roundup, I would like to know, is there anything uh, you want us to know? Uh, is, do you have any new product you're launching soon? Uh, what is exciting? What is something you're very excited about right now uh, that the robot is, is working on? I mean, it would be great to learn that from you as, as a roundup. We are working to support almost all the UN uh, sustainable, uh, sustainable Development Goal, but primarily our our focus is on the SDG number three, which is a uh, health and well-being. And uh, moving forward, we we decide not to limit our this thing to maybe um, medication or drugs. We don't call we don't use we don't uh, for our product we don't call drug. We prefer to use either. Um, therapies or protocol maybe that will be a story for next time so i'm I'm moving forward knowing that the food we eat is an important factor that could affect our health negatively we've developed um two novelty products we call it the nitro blend swallow and uh, the rehobot um nitro essence breakfast cereal um it is food for the average African uh, family. Why I use the word average African family is is affordable. It's something that is affordable and it's versatile too. So, and the, the one amazing thing about this food is that they are not, um, these two staple food, don't, they don't serve only as a um, therapies. They don't only serve as food, they also serve as therapies for uh, lowering the uh, blood uh, cholesterol level and the blood uh, sugar level in, in the sense that you're taking um, we use this concept with this, uh, in developing this pro, pro, um, product protocol I mean to say we anchored our concept on the hypocrite uh, oath we said let thy food be your medicine and let your medicine be your food so in this sense, you're, you're not only taking medication, you're eating food, and at the same time, you're unlocking your body, your body to heal itself. Oh, that's amazing. So that's our newest product now. And it's selling like wildfire, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's amazing. Uh, 
So you have all those products in, in Nigeria, or is it just in in Highland and the UK, or how? Yeah, we have the we have the product in Ireland, UK, and the US, but we've not started shipping to Nigeria because we are working on a NAVDAC. That's the only product we have that doesn't have NAVDAC certification for now. Okay. So we are working on. We are almost at the verge of completion. So that we'll be able to ship, and you know, when you're trying to um, import a product from a foreign country to Nigeria, the NAVDAQ uh, process is different from when you're manufacturing back home. Back home. So that is just what. Yeah, that is just. But we're almost at the verge of completion. All right, amazing. I'm looking forward to that. Please let me know once that is done. Uh, I'll be looking forward to, to, to just to experience that. And something powerful you said is let let yeah. Let thy medicine be thy food, and thy food be thy medicine. medicine is it by, yeah. Ar- by Aristotle or Hippocrates? Yeah, yeah, father of medicine. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's 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 very powerful. Uh, thank you very much for being on the show, uh, blessing. It's just been amazing having this conversation with you uh, to learn about your work, uh, what you're doing with plant-based medicine. It's just it's just really exciting to have this conversation thank you once again for joining us thank you and i'm excited i'm the first woman on this show so that means i deserve a hug i deserve (laughs) an award for this (laughs) thank you mr Cole, for having me on the show yeah thank you very much it's amazing it's amazing to have you thank you very much and definitely we'll still we'll still have this conversation uh and we'll keep it going about your progress about the amazing stuff that you're doing in the, in the healthcare space uh, thank you once again thank you so much nice yeah. having me yeah you're welcome so that's Blessing Como on the show uh, thanks for listening uh, to this episode and as you know, you know you can recommend this to your friends and people that are excited about what amazing entrepreneurs are doing in Africa and you can also simply connect with us by writing to us at curiouskpodcast at gmail.com. So thank you very much for joining us, everyone, and see you next time. Bye-bye.